Hey there, this is Mani Karthik from backtoindia.com. This is a new series we are launching where we are going to be interviewing a lot of NRIs who actually move back to India so that folks who are planning to move back to India at some point of time can actually learn from their experience and uh, process. So today's episode, we'll be talking to Mr. Udit Patidar, who actually moved from US to Hyderabad, and he's doing or he's launched his own startup now and is doing uh, well. He's, it's been almost six months since he moved back. So this is probably the right time to talk to him about the whole process, how he planned it and uh, how he's coping up with the change. Uh, and we've curated a lot of questions from the community uh, and we'll be asking all of those questions to him. But just for context, uh, backtoindia.com is a, a community driven uh, a project which uh, was launched in 2017 uh, end sort of when I was planning my move back to India and uh, there was a lot of information available on the internet but it was all uh, you know either uh, outdated or all over the place so out of frustration I created this community as a to create a checklist of things to do uh, in a concise uh, manner but then ever since then you know things have uh, grown organically and today we have about uh, 2500 uh, members including our facebook as well as different city based whatsapp groups available today and there's a lot of quality discussions going on on uh, how to plan your move back to india and what are the things you should expect and uh, taking care of your financials shipping uh, moving uh, things and all sorts of things actually so uh, you know the community exists as a, as a platform to help people who are planning their move so if you are an nra who's planning to move uh, or if you're an NRI who has actually moved, either way, please feel free to join the community. You can find it on backtoindia.com. Of course, uh, just a word of uh, just disclaimer, so to speak, as in this is not a, a particular, uh, you know, government funded or any any uh, sales oriented approach. It's just an organic community which was started by me, but then today it's owned up by a lot of other folks like you who are participating in the community so it's completely organic and there are no hidden agendas or anything behind it i'm just hoping that this will be a, a platform for uh, the reverse brain drain effect which i hope will be a phenomenon uh, in some point of time and you know uh, will add up in a significant way to the progress of our country india so jai hind and uh, thanks a lot for watching this video. If you are an NRI, feel free to share this with fellow NRIs who have similar thoughts as you and, uh, you know, get the word out about the community. Thank you. Let's get into the episode. Could you give me a, a quick context of, you know, um, uh, what do you do? What's your background and what you've been doing in the US perhaps? So, you know, everybody knows and we're on the same page. Okay. 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 Yeah. Sure. I was uh, actually I lived in Sweden as well as in uh, US so for a combined of 20 years before moving back. Uh, six years in Stockholm and uh, four years in various places, uh, sorry, 14 years in various places in uh, in the US. So uh, Houston, New Hampshire, Boston, New York and the Bay Area. So five places. Uh, mostly working in technology field. I was a software developer. Mm -hmm. uh, got my graduate education uh, from Houston and then uh, uh, started working in uh, in Nashua, New Hampshire for uh, uh, for Intel and uh, was working at Intel for until I decided to move uh, in various roles. So software engineering, software development and uh, product marketing. I see. What do you do now? 
Uh, now actually changed gears and uh, I have a, a waste management company. So okay. I have a startup with fellow returnees. Uh, so they moved a couple of years before I did. Okay. And uh, the three of us have co-founded a waste management startup in uh, in Hyderabad. Okay. And uh, we are in the business of recycling and, uh, uh, you know, um, segregating dry waste and averting dry waste from uh, landfills, basically. So that's uh, um, that's the area that we are in right now. Okay. Got it. And did you start this after coming back or was this uh, like an yeah. idea? Okay. No, uh, you know, one of my co-founders was in the waste management field. So he actually also moved back in 2015 and uh, he uh, moved uh, from Houston mm -hmm. as a, uh, you know, he was a consultant uh, for a big three consulting firm mm -hmm. and he moved back uh, as uh, 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 in the field of waste management. So, you know, he had some ideas and, uh, you know, we've been in touch for 14, 15 years. So uh, he pitched the idea to me and it was interesting. And then I joined uh, and, uh, you know, took the, uh, you know, working on the idea for a few months and then, uh, uh, you know, finally uh, decided to start the company. Awesome. I've just, uh, you know, uh, categorized these questions into different themes. Uh, so we have premium sure. questions and then some finance and job related stuff. I think job is one of the often repeated ones. The biggest ones, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then we, we have some questions for kids and family. And then, of course, how mm. are you coping up with the, the post-move things? Yeah. So yeah, 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 the sure. first question is from uh, Shanta Pratisha Prashant. Did you move back knowing that you are moving for good or that you can move back later? Uh, do you want to answer that? Uh, right now, we think it's for good. So, I you know we were thinking of making it a one-way move, right? Uh, but as it so happened, we do have our green cards for the US. So, uh, you know, there's the concept of the re-entry permit, which allows you to actually be away from the country for a period of two years. Okay. Um, and the re-entry permit can be renewed for one more time of, for a period of two years. So by, you can actually maintain your... Uh, residency for the US for four years up uh, if all goes well. So, okay. uh, you know, we thought we'll give it up to four years to see if things are working out. Okay. And otherwise we'll do a plan B. But right now, you know, uh, the thought in the family was that it will be a, you know, a one way move. Got it. Got it. Great. Okay. So with that, let's go to the second question. I think sure, uh, sure. this is from Ameya Dio and she's asking, how did you sell your belongings like cars, furnitures, etc.? Very tactical, but very significant yeah. question, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we actually, you know, my wife said, until you book your tickets to India, you mm -hmm. will keep delaying because, you know, we didn't have a specific date to go. Okay. So we actually booked our tickets in January of 2018 okay. for May. Okay. And uh, those four months, we knew we had to sell everything because, uh, you know, we were in a one bedroom apartment and our son was five months old at the time. So uh, we knew that we could not, you know, take a lot of stuff back home because a lot of stuff was baby stuff and he would outgrow all of that stuff. So um, we were renting. So uh, put a lot of things on Craigslist and on uh, actually the best was Facebook Marketplace. Okay. Because we used to get uh, 
a lot of uh, hits uh, for same day or next day uh, pickups in, uh, from Facebook Marketplace. And we ended up, uh, I think 80 to 90% of our stuff we uh, ended up selling. I see. And 10% uh, we just had to dispose of. Uh, you know, a lot of these uh, uh, you know, utensils which nobody buys, right? Your tawa and your, uh, you know, th those uh, Indian kind of utensils, <laughs> nobody it. buys. Um, we had some friends uh, who took most of our masalas and all the <laughs> things which we're using in the kitchen. Okay. Um, the TV was uh, something which, you know, on the WhatsApp group, a lot of people have been asking about right. taking TVs. That was not a question for me because my TV was seven years old. So, I, you know, we thought we'll just sell it off. And uh, okay. um, that was the first thing to go, actually. So for three months, we were without a TV. Last three months, <laughs> we were just looking at... Uh, Netflix on your laptops, <laughs> but that's what, that's what it was. Right. Uh, and, and the car actually was uh, a special case for me because uh, my car was under recall. Okay. And um, yeah, my car was a diesel uh, Volkswagen Audi, right? That one. So uh, the company was mandated to buy that back. Gotcha. So we thought, you know, we'll just sell it back to the, uh, return it to the dealership. And, okay. uh, you know, that was an operator for me, but okay. I would... Otherwise, have uh, probably put it on Craigslist or uh, uh, or uh, you know at least a few weeks before moving, I would have finalized a deal. Uh, you know, my friend who uh, moved, my co-founder who moved, hmm. he ended up doing that, right? He uh, sold both of his cars about a month before moving. I see. And he was renting, uh, you know, a long-term uh, 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 rental for one month before he moved finally. Got it. Got it. Okay, that sounds good. A lot of people also use uh, CarMax and other options also. Correct, but, correct, uh, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great. And how was the response from Facebook Marketplace? Did you use any other apps other than that? Like, you know, all these local marketplace kind of apps or did you just use Facebook? Oh, mostly it was, I think, 60% uh, plus items sold through uh, Facebook Marketplace. 30% nice. okay. or 20% were maybe Craigslist. Okay. And... Uh, you know, Craigslist actually has a lot of scamsters. That's why it's uh, yes. not as reliable because Facebook Marketplace, everybody who is there actually has a Facebook account. So, you know, it's more reliable, right? Uh, then the remaining 10 odd percent was through uh, my company's intranet, right? Intel had their own uh, marketplace internally. So some people oh, okay. bought there okay. and uh, rest were basically through friends who were there, right? Uh, who had moved or needed a, uh, sofa or uh, you know uh, a TV cabinet or whatever, right? So all the furniture we used to sell. Got it. Got it. And Anything? all of our stuff was IKEA or you know <laughs> DIY assembly stuff anyway. So it was not that expensive, right? Uh, so anybody can use it, sort of. Yeah. Like, right. Got it. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned you were on rent, right? So I don't think this next yeah, question yeah, yeah. actually applies. Uh, where uh, Ganesh was mm. asking, did they rent their house or did they? How are they managing their rent? another rental formality so i think we can skip that question yeah 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 um, sure go to the next one where nishant is asking as a person without green card um, can we rent or sell our house in the us so that too is i don't think it applies to you mm. or did you have anything to yeah. add there or uh not as a person who has a who has a on a temporary visa right so yeah. i know people who actually put their house on rent and they have given uh, the house 
to a management company uh, to manage everything okay. right so that because they are uh, away from the country so uh, um, that company does uh, management uh, of uh, rental and also things like uh, maintenance of uh, the house and upkeep all those things are are, are i'm sure there are other better people to answer this question than yeah, me yeah we'll, we'll skip that that's fine yeah no yeah, yeah next question is probably very important it's from rashmi ranjan pradhan and she's mm -hmm. asking uh, best way to ship or carry used tv to india i know you didn't ship your tv but uh, i noticed yeah. that on the in the community you did have some insights on whether to or uh, whether you should do it or not so do you want to answer that i think uh you, you chose the, not to bring it because it was an old TV i chose or? not okay. right 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 okay. but people actually have brought that their tv if it's uh you know if it's a, a reliable airline who has a track record of taking you know taking your uh, belongings there's two options right either you can uh, check it as an ex extra piece of luggage for 2 to 300 or 400 dollars because yeah. uh, you know oversized luggage yeah. and it will probably be your third suitcase yeah. right so that is one option or you can do it as an unaccompanied cargo so it yeah. can be uh, a cargo shipment uh, through air so it will arrive a few days after you do probably uh, if you are living in a big city right. uh, the third option which i have seen people uh, the third option i have seen people do is uh, just uh, pack it as part of their container uh, uh, right. but then there are some custom formalities that you have to be aware of right because electronics have a certain uh, uh, import duties yes. and if it's a brand new tv the customs might be charging you know, a, a pretty uh, up to thirty percent, thirty to forty percent actually. Yeah, in some cases. yeah, correct, 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 correct. Yeah. but that still might be cheaper than buying it the same or similar TV in India, right? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do the research because I didn't have to, but uh, <laughs> from what I've seen in the community, these are the three options which have emerged, right? Right, right. And one, just to chip in there for those who are looking for answers, is um, I yeah. mean, two ways to look at it: is if you're bringing a very large TV, like something beyond maybe fifteen inches or so. Or maybe 35 mm. plus. Uh, it's yeah. better. I mean, you would get it cheaper in US for sure. Uh, but mm. then when you bring it here, you'll have to deal with this 30% custom duty. And you know, some folks have re reported that they didn't have to pay it, and uh, one person reported that he had to pay 11%. Uh, so it's not very a guaranteed uh, sort of a way to do it. You know, it, it varies mm. based on like where you're yeah. importing it to and what the customs officers think, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's a small TV, then I think it's agreed com commonly that you know it's better to uh, you know get it from India because the the price is mm. not that of a of a difference. I mean, and actually, uh, for a smaller TV like up to thirty two to thirty five inches, I have seen you get free TVs if you get brand new appliances. So when I was shopping for a fridge, right, right I knew I wanted to get a big fridge, so we got like a four door big fridge and. Uh, Bajaj Electronics in uh, in Hyderabad was running a special that you get a 32-inch uh, Samsung TV for free, nice. right? So you know, <laughs> for smaller TVs, you, you might just get a good deal right. back home, right? right. If you're right. buying for appliances anyway. Yeah, yeah. Great. Okay. So the next question is uh, from uh, Ashwinya Rao, and she's asking, how did uh, they tackle the fear of missing out, which is basically, you know, the fear of how you would be coping up in India, how will you find jobs and, you know, all that fear. Did you have any of those kind of fears and if at all, how did you 
uh, cope up with it and how are you coping up with it right now? Um, we are coping. <laughs> That's a question, right? Because yeah. you know that never goes away because uh, uh, the FOMO or the fear of missing out that you have is, uh, you know, it's always nice thinking, you know, what, what if I could have continued or gotten some other, you know, some other opportunities, right? So, right. I think it's uh, it's uh, uh, a big uh, a big. Uh, um, mental preparedness that you have to do right mm -hmm. and actually the biggest piece of advice here i would give is that if you have a family mm -hmm. all the family members at least you know the decision maker should be aligned because you can't force your decision on to your sure. uh, your significant other or uh, you know grown up children right it has to be aligned and that's uh, one thing which uh, you know it if it's difficult to uh, uh, judge on a, you know, it's it's all for a, a person to person, right? It all yeah. depends on uh, your situation and your uh, significant other situation. Right. I think so, that um, you made is very important where, you know, everybody has to be on the same page. And right, because, you know, right, we don't right, want right. to come back here and, you know, accuse the other about you brought me here kind of a situation. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly, exactly. But, right. Uh, so that is, uh, you know, it, that's still ongoing. It's ongoing for uh, you know people who have been here for five seven years also because that adjustment is different right it's a uh, you, you in invariably you keep on end up comparing one place to the other yeah. whereas uh, if when you went the other way you never did right uh, because uh, uh, it was all new but now uh, when you are coming back it's uh, you know the comparisons are invariably drawn so that is something which uh, if you actually Take India for what it is, right? right? Uh, uh, then it will be much right. easier to uh, uh, to uh, adjust. Right. Uh, something to chip in there. Um, she was also mentioning that you know she had this constant fear of not being able to make the same kind of money or giving the same yeah. kind of education to the kids. So I was talking to a, a consultant the other day, job uh, recruitment mm. agency, sort of. And they were saying yeah. that, uh, you know, you've got to keep your expectations right. As in, uh, if you come to India for good positions and good companies and maybe in metro cities, you can expect even mm. to a 50% drop in your uh, income, basically. But I think that's a good number to know. Uh, he mentioned that some people came in with lower expectations, like 25 to 30% in salary, but they were able to give them a 50%, uh, only a 50% yeah. of a you know, uh, uh, decrease. So I think... Setting your expectation right. will actually lower that stress level uh, because, you know, yeah, I think yeah, more people yeah. are stressed about whether you'd be getting a job in the first place or if at all you do, uh, the kind of money you'd be making. So I think if you approach it the right way, like you mentioned, with everybody on right. the same page in agreement, I think that's the best mm -hmm. way to go about it. Okay, so Agreed. next question is from um, Shashwat and he's asking a financial question, which is what did you decide to do with your 401k HSA, you know, retirement funds, etc.? Okay, uh, I think the best way to go about doing this, you know, provide that you have significant 401k um, is to make sure that you make the most out of both the uh, uh, the tax benefits which are given by India and the US, right? So in the US, uh, un uh, until uh, I think $24,000 is for a family of, uh, you know, two with a child. Mm under the new tax law, mm -hmm. um, your income until that level is not taxed. So right. any uh, 
you know any income that you make for a year under that is not taxed in india for the first 3 years after returning as an nri you are under what is called the rnor status right yeah. return non ordinary resident i think that's correct. the name correct uh, so that means that any income that you make from foreign sources is, is not taxed right. so what i am thinking of doing with my 401k is for the first 3 years withdraw up to the us limit okay. like withdraw pre tax money from 401k up to 24000 uh, dollars each year so that i don't pay income taxes mm-hmm. in the us i only pay a 10% withdrawal tax mm-hmm. and in india because this is uh, under the rnor period of 3 years mm-hmm. post returning mm-hmm. you are not paying the uh, yeah, taxes on tax. whatever money that uh, principal makes right so uh, that is my thinking uh, i am in the you know in the first 6 months of this 3 year period so i have not you know this is what february right now so the us taxes are just beginning to yeah. starting to come due so uh, you know this strategy is when uh, is uh, going to be applied by the um, later this year right so right. similar for uh, i think hsa what i have actually observed is that i can use my hsa card if the card is still active mm-hmm. um uh uh for medical related purposes in india also so i've actually okay. paid up to 1 lakh or 2 lakhs uh, for some uh, hospital visits here and uh, that was uh, you know valid use so i did not end up paying any taxes on the hsa amount okay uh what i am thinking for my own hsa is that i'll just keep it uh, growing because i have some investments inside the hsa also actually so that keeps growing and as and when i need to withdraw that uh, you know i'll i'll withdraw that so these are the two 401k and hsa uh, kind of uh, strategies okay. ira i think you know i have not given special attention to that because i don't have much in the way of ira okay. uh, or roth ira but uh, that will be uh, a similar strategy i guess to uh, the 401k uh, because the implications are similar right got it so just an additional <clears throat> sorry a uh, question to add on to that is uh, do you yeah. maintain your nri accounts in the us and this question is from suman sridhar uh, so i yeah after returning back are you uh, maintaining them or do you recommend keeping them or not i think legally uh, within 180 days you are you become a resident or whenever you become a resident you are supposed to tell the uh, the bank that you are now returned and you are an uh you are a resident so that's what i have i've done i had an nre account okay and uh, i told my bank um, that i've returned and that was converted into a regular account right okay. so uh, but but is there any particular uh, uses that you think uh, you might want it for at some point of time like for example withdrawing funds or anything from the us i i don't think for incoming uh, i don't know the real uh, you know uh, implications but from my understanding right now the uh, implications of uh, a money coming in to a regular account or an nre or an nro account are mm-hmm. not different the only uh, advantage of having an nre account is that whatever um, money you make in that through uh, interest income or whatever is non taxable right uh, right so uh, my amount that came in was not much anyway to uh, you know to be significant make making any dent in my indian income anyway so uh, okay. 
not a big uh, issue for me here. Got it. And which bank do you deal with? Uh, yeah, the NRE account was with State Bank, State Bank of India. Okay. But my regular account here in Hyderabad is with HSBC. Got it. Okay. Okay. I think the date, uh, sorry, the number of days you have is uh, 340 days or something like that. You mentioned one. Okay. Okay. That uh, could be correct. Right. Yeah, right. It's closer to 365. Basically, it's not. Earlier, okay. 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 Like 11 months extra or something like that. Okay. 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 Um, cool. So the next question is. Uh, how to withdraw 401k i think you already addressed that right mm. uh, i mean you you can convert 401k if you're not in the us to a roth ira and let it grow there also that's another uh, okay. strategy that some people have okay right if you don't plan to use that money and if you're fine with the uh, investment options that it gives you keep it there right if you don't need the money here in, in india right you can keep it there uh, and until 59 and a half let it grow and then withdraw it uh, uh, as you would. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Cool. Um, next question is from Shanta Pratisha Prashant, and she's asking uh, if you had jobs outside IT, how exciting is the work and how does the total package compare to IT or MBA? Not sure if it's too specific, but did you have anything to share there? Uh, I can say, I mean, IT. Uh, when I was looking at roles, so now, of course, I'm uh, going off on my own as an entrepreneur, but uh, I was actually seriously considering one of the big uh, MNC firms, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and uh, I was at an advanced stage of interviewing with them okay. as a product manager, right? So it's a, it's a, a crossover between IT and, uh, and uh, pure business uh, role. But uh, what I was... Uh, um, uh, looking at there through glass doors and talking to people was around 30% uh, starting negotiations uh, as okay. um, as your floor okay. to uh, uh, to start negotiating of okay. what you were making in the US, right? So if okay. you're making 150,000 in the US, 50,000 into 70, whatever, 35 lakhs is, should be your floor, right? right? That was even as a uh, a non-IT person in an IT MNC, right? Okay. Of course, my wife, uh, you know, she is uh, not an IT person, right? She is uh, a market research analyst and she's been working with, uh, you know, the big uh, investment banking firms in the US. Okay. It's, you know, similar uh, uh, conversion, I would say, okay. right? Uh, uh, for middle to senior level roles, right? Okay. Um, in the... in in the Indian market, I've seen that the entry-level jobs are really, uh, uh, you know, not well uh, well paid. Okay. As you know, if you are considering yourself that thirty percent conversion, it'll be much less than thirty percent because in India we tend to get uh, ten to fifteen to twenty percent increases every year right. in your salary. Right. Whereas in the U.S. it is three percent is you know high. Three right. or four percent is high. Right. That's why you. Uh, start at a certain level and 3% growth right. uh, as opposed to starting at a certain lower level in India and getting 30-40% if, even if you change a company in two years right. and uh, at some point that 30% uh, conversion rate mm -hmm. becomes uh, the uh, uh, becomes uh, in the field of possibility in the realm of possibility and that I think it's comes with a few years of experience right not a fresher not a executive after you know 15 years of experience plus but somewhere in the middle 
is when you reach a 30 percent threshold and that's when i think uh, both in it and uh, you know non it business consulting kind of roles you are um, looking at a similar number Got it. so that's my observation no, although you know i am not living that because uh, i am you know i am an entrepreneur now but right. uh, but i have done uh, when i did my did my uh, research myself so that you, for, were you like looking for jobs or you know have you have you um, looked into or do you, were you, are you able to comment on whether there is uh, enough excitement or enthusiasm in the job market about hiring us professionals because that's the next question actually i would say yes because the way um uh i lose you i, I saw you um the way that i actually got in touch with many of the recruiters in india was through the uh, uh you know these companies used to come to bay area uh, and hold a road show because they mm. wanted talent from the us oh, okay. to move back to india so i'm Which talking about intel mcafee microsoft google and uh others uh, uh, even uh, uh, even uh, uh, facebook and others who actually had recruiters from india and some general manager from their india offices come to the us go on a road show and ask for people to mm-hmm. move back right so that's how i got got in touch with many of the recruiters so the excitement is there right uh, for the right talent okay and uh, i'll tell you uh, you know outside of these mncs there were a lot of these uh, Uh, venture capital firms who have a big uh, portfolio companies like flipkart and bookmyshow and others mm-hmm. these uh, vc firms uh, are silicon valley vc firms right and right. they used to come to the the bay area for their um, uh, you know for the exact same reason for people to join their uh, portfolio companies I right see. so uh, excitement is both if you want to go in an mnc or into a startup a well funded startup also who has done series a or series b funding right okay okay for the right fit got it for the right person got it right got it yeah okay so since you got into the um, entrepreneur mode i don't think you mm-hmm. uh, you know you weren't actually into the job market looking for jobs or anything like that right i mean you were mm. focused on your stuff basically i was uh, not actively looking for the last 6 7 months before moving before okay. that i was okay okay and uh, and do you, you know, have i got uh, there because the next question is from ameya she was mm-hmm. asking how difficult was it to find a job so if you have been looking maybe there's something that you can you know like was there any rejection uh, yeah 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 or? so uh, you know if you're actually serious about looking for a job and if your company is big enough that they have offices in india look for these road shows because they happen i think at least once a year they have happen and uh, you meet the right people you meet the right recruiters you meet the right uh, people from the hr team and mm-hmm. the right uh, teams right where you will be working right uh, and that's where how you will grow your uh, uh, your uh, you, you feel a network uh, of network correct okay. correct correct right of course you know uh, uh, in our community there are actually some entrepreneurs who actually have started right uh, a site where um where the, they are connecting recruiters or uh, uh, or uh, professionals in the hiring space from people who are looking for jobs right yeah 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 i i created one called return to india jobs.com where there you go right to, yeah you know connect these two entities because this is actually a you know actually a, a space where uh, you know the 
finding the right people makes all the difference yeah, you can apply all you want but uh, you know the recruiters will never get back to you unless uh, somebody has put your uh, you know put your recommendation yeah. uh, or referral in right. front of them right and i think one of the issues a lot of people facing is that they apply through maybe linkedin or a portal where they go through the yeah. regular channel like with every other you know indian candidate out here and then you know they right. don't get the kind of feedback or response they are supposed to get uh, you know some of them don't get even flagged as an nri so you know it's very easy yeah. to get lost in that crowd and right. i was talking right. to this gentleman from michael page uh, their recruitment mm-hmm. agency and their yeah, yeah, yeah. they have yeah. really focused uh, uh, efforts going on for bringing um, nris back to india and he mentioned that uh, you know if you go through recruiters or consultants that would give them an edge because you're using mm. the right weapons and not go through the right. the regular channel so we're actually planning right. for more activities around that just trying to make it okay uh, you know at least bring in some more clarity there uh, or like name these recruitment agencies or these consultants so that you know people can directly go to them and not through these portals so I'm hoping to and actually i think this might be of help for people who have already returned right for yeah. example so, if if both members of the family were working but one has a job offer so they have returned and now the other one after having settled yeah need to find a job right they have several years of experience in the us or outside of india right europe wherever and they actually now want to start looking for a job but because they have not been part of the indian job market in the past have yeah. no connections right and they would benefit from this service also because they technically have you know even though they are not an nri technically but they have all the experience of working with the uh, multinational teams and so on right so yeah. this service will be help to those people also who have already recently returned absolutely absolutely yeah i think this this space is something that needs more clarity even for even companies even though they wish to hire nri because they know that the talent yeah. is better uh, you know some of them are reluctant uh, as in you know they uh, they're from their experience perhaps they've noticed that you know they have high expectations the candidates mm. and sometimes yeah. they're not able yeah. to fulfill them so they are kind of hey whether we should should we actually bring them or not um, so mm. but i think it's warming up slightly and then these efforts will definitely bring in more clarity so nice right, 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 right. uh, let's get on with the the kids and family section here so okay okay kishan putran is asking how are schools and facilities for kids in india Uh, I can talk about facilities for toddlers <laughs> because I have a toddler, <laughs> and my co-founder has a seven in a seven-year-old uh, uh, daughter. So, okay. and she's been going to school in India, right? So, and Hyderabad specifically, and I'm sure this can be generalized to other big cities like you know Bangalore, Pune, right. wherever, right? right. Uh, uh, we are sending our you know our son to uh, a daycare, which is uh, a daycare which was started by. uh by uh, uh, alumni of uh, you know premier business schools of india so okay. you know i am iit alumni and they stri- strive to follow uh, either a montessori or uh, um or some similar international standard okay. right of uh, of uh, uh, curriculum so okay. uh, you know we are happy he's been going for 3 months he has made a lot of friends and uh, you know the school provides us with uh, Uh, with the app where we can actually see cctv cameras okay. uh, in each room so we can monitor what's happening in real time and what they have eaten is given right like, like a uh, uh, a daily uh, menu is given and so on so that's for 
you know, for daycare. So, yeah, you have something. Scott. Was he was yeah. he going for daycare in the U.S. as well, or no, no, no? He yeah. was far too small for that. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's a stupid yeah, question. He, but just right, fun. right, right. <laughs> but uh, I have seen you know other uh, 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 other children who have adopted to daycare as mm. they have transitioned here also. Okay. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, that's for daycares and for schools. Um, many of us, uh, returnees, they, we prefer like an international kind of curriculum, right? right. So, uh, a lot of schools offer, uh, international baccalaureate curriculum and, uh, I think the Cambridge, uh, curriculum yeah. for, uh, at least if not 12 years, at least for the initial years. Right. right. And there are schools, uh, at least five or six schools in Hyderabad, right? right. Uh, who have a lot of a uh, uh, lot of children who actually have either moved in adolescence uh, mm. or you know or have been in the US for some years and then moved as uh, school going kids and right. they seem to have adopted uh, uh, and acclimatized uh, nicely okay. Right? okay so and you know most of us uh, uh, unless you have family and a house in a big city, if you are moving to a new city uh, afresh, like I did, mm. right, we would end up living in a gated community where many of the people who mm. you interact with are fellow returnees. So you know, you, it's just like a uh, just like a, you know a mini uh, NRI kind of uh, <laughs> community, which is fine, right? It's, yeah. it's a good uh, transition point, right? Soft landing into the country. Somebody to identify with and share your concerns and everything. That's yeah. What yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Johnson Joseph asks, uh, do you like your kids' school and teachers? So I'm assuming he's uh, asking, like, you know, are you happy with the kind of, uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, for, uh, for uh, the daycare, I mean, we had some issues initially uh, when we were sending him, right? Um, so, you know things like how we'll adjust, how we will be eating and mm. sleeping, and uh, you know things like that. But mm. it's been a few months right now, and uh, you know he's uh, adjusted okay. nicely. And I think okay. he was far too young to remember anything from in, from, the, from US. the US also, right? He was like five, six months old. So okay. you know he's basically just taking every day in uh, <laughs> in his stride, and uh, he's adjusted pretty well. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, one more question, which I think perhaps is best answered from your insights from your your fellow returnees, perhaps. Uh, yeah, yeah. The question is: Do kids play mingle with other kids in the neighborhood? And you know, basically, again, the same question: How well do they adjust with the community and schools? I guess. Yeah. I think you know, kids are uh, best. They adjust themselves Faster. better than us, yeah. right? <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, he uh, already has two neighbors who he plays with. Uh, okay. And if you take him down to the park, you know, he's happiest just climbing on the, uh, on the slides and things like that. Right. And also in the daycare, he has his, um, you know, the ratio of teachers is five is to one. So there are five children to one teacher and uh, all five of them are within... Uh, three or four months of each other so they are all you know just learning to walk or learning to uh, talk right so you know, they they have a good time and he actually wants to go to school when he uh, sees me getting ready every morning he just comes wants to come to my uh, you know my godi and just you know <laughs> take me and so you know he 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 likes to uh, he's adjusted really well he's coping well that's good to know that's good yeah. To know. yeah 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 i mean you, you have a toddler so you know 
a lot of these questions actually uh, is probably not uh, uh, focused or uh, best answered yeah, yeah, from yeah. you, but uh, just throwing it because we have it on the list. Um, let's get to the next section. So Rashmi Ranjan Pradhan is asking how to apply for US passport for their kids from India. Mm. I think, you know, VFS uh, is, you know, they handle most of the consular work with the US uh, consulates. Yeah. I, I'm sure they have a, they have a section for uh, consular services, non-visa consular services. So, um, you know, it's best to just contact them or just go on the consulate website uh, yeah. or the embassy website and, and see what the, um, uh, what the steps are. Right. Right. I mean, your, your kid was probably a US citizen. He already had a passport. When he yeah, 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 yeah. I think the doc documents which were required when he got his passport first will not be very different from what it's now if right. you are applying for a passport outside, right. which are basically your birth certificate and uh, any other identifi passport. identification. Okay. Uh, that's okay. it, right? Yeah. An old passport, expiring passport might be the best uh, um, best way. Correct. Yeah, and just to chip in my, my own experience there, um, I think a lot of people are also com uh, commented in the community that it's best better to get the passport when you are in the US before returning because mm. yeah. uh, if you're applying it from the India from India then you know they have additional verifications and uh, you know basically a lot of hoops to jump through whereas you know when you have the time make sure you you know do apply it well in advance so that by the time you're moving out you have the passport in hand it's so much more yeah, easier yeah because it in the US, you can go to a local post office and apply. Here, yeah. you have to go to your consulate. If you're not, not in a city where there's a consulate, you have to, you know, make special arrangements. Right. And same goes for uh, OCI, right? If yeah. you have overseas citizen of India cards, right. it's better to apply outside because uh, you just send in an application and uh, within, for me, it was 45 days. Yeah. My son got his uh, OCI card within 45 days. Yeah. Uh, but here, you know, there's more bureaucracy yeah, uh, for there's doing verification. police verification, this yes, and that, right? Yes, yes. I mean, in the, in the US, that first initial uh, application process is a little bit, like there's too many documents to do, but once you get over it, it's pretty, you know, you just sit back and relax and you get it. You I remember there were 19 documents for me to submit for OCI. <laughs> okay. Many of them were repeats, but Correct. I had uh, 19 post-it notes, one after the other, yeah, in that big uh, FedEx folder, which I sent. So. <laughs> You know, uh, it was pretty extensive list of documents. I know, I know. But you know, after that process, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, you just get yeah, yeah. Once he got uh, all the documents were there, uh, dispatched. You got the passport back within uh, three, four days, and uh, within uh, forty days of that, you got your pass uh, OCI card. Right. Absolutely. Um, cool. So I'm going to skip a few questions that actually doesn't completely relate to you, but uh, one interesting one is. What age is too late to move back uh, a US born kid back to India? Do you have any any thoughts there? Like, have you been considering that for your uh, Too late. I mean, I can speak from my own experience, my sister. So I said, right, I, we were in, the, in Sweden for before I moved to the US. Uh -huh. So my sister was in 11th standard, 10th standard. Okay. So she was 15 when she moved back to India. Mm -hmm. She had a difficult first few months because of the curriculum changes, because in, in the city that we were in, there were no international schools. It was all CBSE or mm -hmm. local state board. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, she had a difficult time for the first six months, but then she also adjusted, right? So, and she was at the upper spectrum of school or college going kids, right? She was, mm -hmm. she did her 11th and 12th mm -hmm. in, in Bhopal. Mm -hmm. And after that, 
you know she went abroad for her uh, bachelor's anyway so you know that's fine um, okay. on the other hand my son right now he's five months he seems to have adjusted so mm-hmm. i think it's just a mental thing you know there's no uh, age where you actually want uh, want to say that yeah, it's too late for yeah. uh, them to adjust right okay. you know I think, if i, I think you know, the concern uh, the, the underlying concern in this question or a couple of mm-hmm. questions that are related to this is that you know there's this notion that if you get into the teenage time you know when you get into western culture it's difficult for them to yeah. adjust and you know do you want to make a move before that uh, or is that a safer uh, choice to make i think you know, you know what i'm saying right yeah yeah ideally yes i mean if you have a choice of before earlier than later then probably yes yeah right uh, like uh, but for my my father yeah it was you know then when my sister was 15 and you know she adjusted uh when they are 18 they are adults and they do whatever they want right yeah. so you know given a choice probably yeah. earlier is better right uh, i mean i've seen people who have 3 year old kids who have not been able to adjust and they have had to move mm-hmm. back i see okay. right? so move back the to uh, the west so got it got it got it that. cool and um, are there extra school fees to be paid if a kid is a us citizen uh not that i am aware of because i have not uh been part of the schooling system yet it's okay. just daycare right daycare. now which okay. is you know they don't even know if our son is us citizen or not right so <laughs> it's just a regular baby so yeah. uh no no extra fees no as far as i know <laughs> for uh, pre school years yeah and i can chip in there uh from my experience joining my kids in the school is that uh, yeah. i think for the large part which is the, the schooling part doesn't really matter that much Uh, mm-hmm. like you mentioned they don't really care if it's a us citizen or not as long as the yeah. you know kyc documents or the passports and all everything is in place but once it gets to the college level then you know think there is a quota for nris and you know whether yeah, you yeah, yeah. go through yeah. that or you want to do it i think it's also a personal choice you're not like forced to pay a lot of money because it's a us us citizen i mean you there are mm-hmm. ways to choose as well but that only yeah. comes when you go to college and post college like higher education is yeah. uh, you know it's more tightly regulated uh, as far as the government like iits and uh, you know iims probably are concerned right um right. i don't know if it's the same case with private universities in india uh, they may have some uh, extra fees for uh, foreign students right yeah they do have like typically they have the nri quota and that's where they go into okay that's the one yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 cool uh Another interesting question from Kishan, and he's asking, "How's the work culture in India? Do we still have sir and ma'am?" <laughs> Depends uh, on which company you are in, right? Yeah. If you are in a big MNC yeah. like uh, Microsoft or an Intel, they strive very, very, very hard to maintain uniformity across all of their locations in the world. Right. So there, you would actually not. Um, uh you know not find as much of uh, you know sir and ma'am culture right. as you would in a smaller company which does not have that culture right. um you know i've seen uh you know in in uh, bigger companies that uh, unless you know most people actually have had some sort of an international exposure and as you get more exposure you know you drop the 
you know sir and ma'am and you know it, it, it becomes uh, more of a uh, equalite you know, equal, yeah. equal um, equalizing yeah. uh, culture yeah. and that's what we're trying to build in our startup also right because all three startup founders actually have had uh, uh, international exposure and uh, you know we we are trying to have a similar uh, uh, you know uh, no you know more of a flat, flat culture than a hierarchical yeah. culture bureaucracy and, um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so yeah. you know I, I would say to generalize if at all at the very high end of the spectrum, the bigger MNCs, you would mm -hmm. find international culture preserved mm -hmm. up to a large extent. Mm -hmm. At the new age startups, mm -hmm. you would also find, you know, uh, more of egalitarian culture. Correct. It's somewhere in the middle that you, if you have to, uh, you might have still issues which are lingering from the past. Got it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I also think that but that's a generalization, right? So, yeah, it's very uh, specific draw uh, things change. A, a very yeah. broad uh, line there because it depends on where you are, what kind of startup you're into, or mm. what kind of company you're correct, into. Correct, correct, Because I think from the community taking some feedback, and I can remember there was one person who was complaining about, uh, you know, they, they joined a very prestigious or a hotshot startup, uh, but, uh, you know, the work culture demanded them to stay beyond the 5 p.m. limits and, you know, they had to put in the yeah. hours and it was too much pressure. But I think, you know, some, some cultures, they enjoy it. Some startups, they enjoy it because, you know, sure, sure, sure. there yeah, is a forefront yeah. of uh, yeah. the, the revolution, so to speak. But uh, there yeah. are also laid back companies in that respect where, you know, you only work nine to five and more like a government company. Sort of. So I think it's very mm. spread out. And uh, unless you know where you are and which company you're going to, really difficult to right. make a, that kind of a guess, I guess, like what's going to happen. Totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So the next question is, uh, <clears throat> uh, do how, how's the life back after moving? And uh, do you regret uh, your decision? Uh, and I'm rolling in a couple of different questions, which are along the same mm -hmm. lines. Are you happy with your decision? Uh, yeah. I think if, no. <laughs> uh, as we as we started the discussion, right, right? You have to get your entire family on board, otherwise it doesn't work. Correct. Right. And that was the the one parting thought which I got from a, a venture capitalist who was pitching for people to return back in mm. uh, to India from Silicon Valley, right? I told you, right, yeah, that yeah. Uh, uh, I've attended many of these sessions, and um, you know, the VC actually said. If your family is not on board, you will regret it, Got right? It. So that is one uh, suggestion that I would give okay. to anybody. And second thing is stop comparing India with others, right? Uh, you know, if somebody has lived in uh, in Southeast Asia, it is very different from if you have lived in Europe than if you have lived in the US or if you have lived in some other part of the world, right? So each place has its own merits and demerits, and it's it's their own, right? Um, one thing which uh, you know, even eight months down the line, uh, bothers me a lot is uh, how is you know traffic. You have to really be extra patient when you're driving. Right? Right. Driving Hyderabad traffic is not bad as yeah. compared to some other metros in India, but yeah. you still have a lot of people who would openly flaunt you know or disregard uh, traffic rules, going the wrong side or <laughs> driving the high beam at night. I mean those things. 
it still irritates me but uh, you know i know that you know it, it all these things will it's a generational change right Correct. even it take time and you know yeah. it, it takes time it takes time right because highways are brand new so people are still learning how to drive in one lane in a highway right so yeah. you can't expect them to be overnight uh, you know Changing driving uh, according to international standards right. uh, it will come slowly right so uh, you know traffic is one uh, uh, and also uh, you know the indian stretchable time is another right that uh, that <laughs> right. if if somebody says that uh, uh, you know i'll come for your delivery at uh, you know at x yeah. amount of time you can take x plus or minus 30 minutes right <laughs> or more <laughs> so that is something you you have to adjust and, yeah. uh, you know uh, keep your expectations around <laughs> and you know that's uh, uh, if you actually are in a authority to make any any decisions you should actually um try to enforce uh, timeliness because if it doesn't flow from you and i'm starting as an entrepreneur right if it doesn't flow from me then it the entire company it's more of a late bag and lackluster attitude towards punctuality right so that is something which uh, uh, again goes is inbuilt into the the culture of uh, the organization where you are working yeah yeah i mean but all in all you know it's been 8 8 months now you know i'm not uh, regretting or uh, you know double questioning my uh, uh, my decision of course you know things can always be better right i could yeah. live in a bigger apartment or a more fancy house or drive a fancy car but yeah. you know it is what it is right now right <laughs> in the right. future it might be diff- different right uh, so absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. Mm. great answer um johnson asked um, what keeps you awake at night so i'm assuming he's talking about the uh, time zone difference Oh well uh awake at night you know again you know making thinking you... about how how the you know all of the dependents who were part of this move actually are best served right so if you are have children if you have uh, parents spouse whoever right uh, um for me it is you know how i can make the best of the move because it's always make sure they're you know, happy and somebody, not regretting the yeah exactly how everybody can adjust right okay. so that uh, you know the other thing is uh, you know uh, looking at uh, uh, how uh, things like finances and everyday life is is going on right is right. that on track because right. uh, the initial years you will have a lot of uh, uh, as as we discussed right fomos right yeah. if i had transferred my money that time maybe i could have saved some tax here or you know things like that right so those things uh, rather than you know staying up at night i would suggest talk to a reliable uh, ca or somebody who is knowledgeable and uh, you know you'll at least get a few hours extra better sleep at night right so right uh, you know apart from that uh, you know it's just um, uh, adjusting to a new city right because Uh, even if i were to move from california to chicago for example it would be a similar adjustment right making new yeah. contacts new friends it's it's similar Same to kind. moving to hyderabad so, from the us right it's uh, uh, it's it's a uh, just getting acclimatized to a new city yeah yeah it's the stress is the same basically uh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah cool um what's the one thing that you miss the most after you return this is from johnson npr What is that? 
national public radio okay, or at okay. least uh, some very reliable <laughs> talk radio or uh, podcast which is india focused i don't see that mm-hmm. you know uh there in the us i used to listen to npr all the time at least you know one or two hours every day in the car yeah uh, or some podcast or some you know something which is good to uh, educate uh, good for your commute you. right got it, um, got it, got it. Uh, here you have you know good radio which is music radio that's fine mm. but i miss the one thing and actually i do end up listening to npr on my phone Oh, okay. uh connected through the bluetooth speakers on my car every day right so it's the same right and uh, like you know some some <laughs> was that makes you feel like you're in the us once you listen yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because you know it's it's just it's just uh, knowledge it's not for uh, us specific knowledge it's just that uh, you see what's happening in capital markets around the world or what's happening in uh, in business yeah. or what's happening in uh, the world of sports or whatever right as a startup founder myself what's happening in the vc world all that yeah. you know there are some sources of indian uh, podcasts and uh, and talk radio but not that good so right. that's a, the number one thing which i miss, miss about the us got it got it yeah npr is high quality stuff i mean over here it's mostly the you know the uh, I don't want to use that word, but the trashy sort of mm. stuff. I mean, the educating, the high quality stuff is very few. I mean, you have the national channels, I believe, but even there, it's kind of, it's not that to that kind of level. There's big void. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I think it's it's uh, demand and supply, right? Not a lot of people actually are demanding for that stuff. That's why it's a niche, very very niche market in India right now for yeah. making these high quality uh, uh, talk shows. Correct. But good thing you have live streaming, so you can always connect. Yeah, to exactly it. right. <laughs> you know, sometimes if you want from a different country, yeah. you can tune into NHK from Japan or uh, tune into BBC from the UK or wherever, yeah. right? So that's yeah. uh, it's very, uh, um, you know, it's uh, uh, the 4G LTE in your phone is making <laughs> life very easy. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so we're getting to the last few questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just roll yeah. all of them into one. Uh, did you have any health issues because of pollution? uh do you feel like coming back to the us this is from satya shravanti and uh this one from ranju which is also along the same lines it is what bothered mm-hmm. you the most in india uh, is you know for her the filth all around is concerning do you think that's a problem for you and uh yeah what is the reality of living in india versus your expectation mm-hmm. considering all these uh, different things that's the last question okay so let's tackle the the health issue first okay. uh so we are you know three people in my family and uh, you know one, the biggest issue that we have is because we are close we are living in a gated community which is still undergoing construction uh-huh. that uh, even though we are on the 18th floor it's still a lot of dust and mm. uh, you know my wife is susceptible to allergies even in the us right uh, mm. pollen and stuff so yeah. that's slightly aggravated here okay. right so uh, uh that's not the case with my co-founder where he lives it is nice and green i see so it just depends on right? the area where you are living right okay um uh, otherwise health health wise uh, you know not so many issues for me and you know uh, for a toddler going to daycare you know it's even if it's in the us or wherever in the world no. if you are close to many children of uh, you know of uh, one or one or two years of age you know they will get uh, cold so he, you know 
it's it's uh, not an issue specific to india okay. um uh, otherwise uh, because we are in a you know in a gated community um you know not a lot of things uh, which you would not uh, concerning miss concerning as such as i'm sure that when you go out you see you know trash around and things like that i think that's what the question was i mean uh, do you think anything that that is concerning or you know you have to live with it and how do you cope up with it perhaps it is you know it is uh, slightly concerning if you are uh, you know exposed to those on a daily basis right uh, most of the time most of us who would be returning would be going in a car to some place and uh, you would just get off the car and that, that's it right yeah. unless Uh, unless you are exposed to uh, you know uh, uh, smoke on or pollution on the streets you would not think much about that right uh, so that's not much of an issue for us as such okay. but you know uh, as an entrepreneur i am in the waste management field so <laughs> i deal with trash <laughs> every day right <laughs> i have uh, in my <laughs> office we have thousands of bags of household waste i see uh, but So that's are you doing it on a maybe, like a you know a consumer level thing or is it a yeah 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 household household, household like a community where you would oh, be living or a villa that you would be living we'll, we are collecting your dry waste right so i guess my threshold for uh, for uh, tolerating uh, waste is probably higher than a normal <laughs> normal person even in india so you know uh, uh, other people might be able to better uh, uh you know uh, shed a more sombering light than uh, i would probably okay. um but you no know, as far as uh, health concerns go you have to make sure that uh, you exercise the appropriate precautions if you know that you are going to be outside in the sun you know take appropriate measures have sunscreen and such uh, yeah. or if you are going outside in uh, going on the road you know if, if you know that you are going to be next to dust or smoke Take those masks, right? Everybody has those masks yeah. nowadays. So uh, wear sunglasses, and you know you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a personal choice. As in, you could also avoid a lot of this thing uh, by choosing where you live or the location hmm. you will be relocating to. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. unlike yeah. in the US, where most of the things are pretty much standardized, you know, one place could totally be different in in India. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Know, definitely. Definitely. There's definitely. a better place, very next to each other. So. You know, it's yeah, difficult yeah, to yeah. say uh, generically, but yeah, that's a great insight. Awesome. I, so I that, agree. I agree. Yeah. That brings us to the end. Uh, I think we've covered almost all the questions. But uh, sure, sure. Yeah, thanks for your time, Audit. Uh, how can people connect with you if at all they have any additional questions? Are you on our Facebook group or in the WhatsApp group? I'm on the WhatsApp. I'm on the WhatsApp group okay. under my own name. Okay. Uh, you can search. Okay. uh and uh, you know for professional contacts i'm also on linkedin and so on so okay. you know easy to easy to reach okay uh, it's okay if and i happy to help in your... any way right yeah okay is it okay if i share your linkedin url on the sure 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 yeah 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 great. yeah please do awesome great so that All right. this is the end of it uh, again thanks a lot for joining uh welcome, no worries man welcome to and uh, <laughs> and really appreciate this because uh, you know there are you know there are it's a community that you have helped you know build around and uh, the last 6 months when before i moved i was part of the whatsapp group and a lot of yeah. my questions Got answer. were answered right yeah. so yeah. Uh, happy to give back in any way that i can right thank you thank you for being part of it and yeah.